Hello, and welcome to the Art of Selling Online Courses. We're here to share winning strategies and secret hacks from top performers in the online course industry. My name is John Ainsworth, and today's guest is Kyle Sullerud, the founder and CEO of AdLeg. They're a marketing agency that specializes in YouTube ads for high-ticket coaches and course creators. His team is so good at what they do, and he's so confident he can generate profitable results that he doesn't charge his clients until after their ads are profitable. So today we're going to talk about YouTube ads, when to use them, crucially when not to use them, and what other kind of ads you might be using instead. Before we start learning from Kyle, I want to mention our sponsor. And today's sponsor is my company, Data Driven Marketing. And we help online course creators to increase their revenue by building a great funnel and using email marketing. If you want to know how much more your business could make, then go to pimpyourfunnel.com. Fill in the form and we will do a personalized profit report for you where we figure out how much more money you could make from implementing what different tactics in your business. So Kyle, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. I love your uh, domain, (laughs) pimpyourfunnel.com. I remember the day when I thought of that and I was so pleased with myself. And there's this TV show, I don't know if you remember it, back in the 90s, uh, Pimp My Ride. Oh, yeah. um, it was, uh, oh, I forget the name of the, there was a guy in America, like Ice T or exhibit. something who used to do it. Oh, exhibit. Exhibit, okay. John. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched the, uh, I watched the British version instead, I think, but I looked it up. I thought, I thought of that domain name and I looked it up and pimp my funnel was taken by Russell Brunson who'd already had the same idea as me just years earlier. <laughs> and I was so, but I found pimp your funnel was available. I was like, boom. Got it. This is going to happen. Nice. So talk to us about YouTube ads. Who should use them? And crucially, who shouldn't be using them? Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll just focus on course creators. I mean, YouTube ads could potentially work for e-commerce, for software, for local businesses, all that jazz. Um, but we'll focus on, on your audience. So when it comes to course creators, there's a couple of things you need in place for YouTube ads, in my experience. The the main thing is you have a funnel that works already, a funnel that is already generating sales because YouTube ads is is gonna be a pretty expensive way to get traffic to try to optimize your funnel. Mm -hmm. And then really the the funnels that are working the best are ones that have a webinar or a video sales letter built in. You could probably guess why that works so well with YouTube ads. It's because people are already watching videos and now you're sending them to a, another video to consume. So there's a good chance that they will consume that. And then if your video sales letter does a good job of selling your program, then you're, you're going to make sales. That's just how it works. So if you don't have those things in place, I, I do not recommend YouTube ads for cold traffic. There, there's better ways to get traffic. If you don't have a webinar or a video sales letter, you know, that's kind of what we look at. So when, when we're looking at working with clients, we want to make sure they, they have a proven offer that, that works. They're getting regular monthly sales. And then they have that uh, video sales letter in place. Nice. All right, cool. So anybody who's listening to this is like, I don't have that yet. You've got a couple of options here. We are going to cover what else you could do and where different kind of ads are going to make sense. But you could be like, sweet, I have just learned not to waste my money on YouTube ads. I'm done. <laughs> Peace out. You know. So what kind of talk to me about price points as well? Let's say someone's got a VSL or they've got a webinar in place. 
is there certain price points they need to have their course at for it to kind of make financial sense to use YouTube ads? So it's it's going to work the best if you're somewhere between $500 and, and $2,000 for your course. If you're selling something more than that, we have a lot of clients doing that, but that's going to be done with a sales call. So in those types of funnels, the, the VSL just works to, to book the sales call and then the sales team will sell something that's higher ticket. But if you're just selling this, the course straight from the webinar, uh, $500 to $2,000 is is where it's at. Got it. 500 to $2,000. All right. Now, I found that one super interesting, right? Because it was always under $2,000 was the price point that you could go up to without having a sales call. Even though inflation has continued to happen over the last, whatever, 10 years, right? It's interesting. It's still $2,000. And I was talking to somebody a while ago about this because he's like, well, technically, it should be whatever, $2,600 now that it could go up to in terms of value. But there's something in that mindset, isn't there? Above $2,000 still seems to need a phone call. Have you seen any shift in that? Or is it always, do you think like that's just too big of a barrier? Uh, I think that's just what people are used to. And it's not like there aren't many programs being sold for, for $2,600 or, or $3,000. It, it jumps from, from $2,000 uh, to $5,000. And there's not much in between there. No, there definitely are exceptions. There are people selling selling courses for even 5,000 or more without a phone call. But you know, th- those are the exceptions. And you really need to have some stuff dialed in well to be able to do that. You need to have a, a ton of trust built with your audience, more trust than you can really earn through a 30 minute or a 60 minute webinar. But you can earn enough trust through a 60 minute webinar to sell something for a thousand or $2,000. Got it. Okay. Cool. So if someone's listened to this and they've thought that's not right for me, then I don't have the VSL or my course is under $500. Can they still use YouTube ads? So I wouldn't recommend YouTube ads for cold traffic in that case. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are opportunities to use retargeting and that would be viable. Um, That would be a recommended. If, if that's all you can do is retargeting, I'd still recommend doing that. There's different ways to retarget. If, if you have a YouTube channel and you have a, your own organic audience there, you can retarget your people who have viewed your videos, or you could just retarget subscribers, or you could even retarget people who have viewed a specific video on your channel. And you could run YouTube ads and send those people directly to a sales page. You can also retarget your sales page, or you can retarget other pages of your website and you can run YouTube ads and send those people to a sales page. It would still work better if you were retargeting your people who have viewed videos on your channel, it would still work better to send them through a webinar funnel, but because the audience is that much higher quality, it could still work to send them directly to a sales page. Got it. Okay. What about any other kinds of ads, Google ads, for example, is there certain, if people are in this situation, they've got the sales pages, it's just a sales page text. It's not a VSL. They're not got a webinar. They've got cheaper courses. Can Google ads work for people at all? Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone who doesn't know, obviously Google owns YouTube. The ad platform is actually the same. So you log into Google ads and you can set up YouTube ads. You can set up uh, banner display ads. You can set up Google search ads. 
And yeah, de depending on what you're selling, um, there's different ways to get Google ads to work. At a bare minimum, I'd recommend everyone targets their name, their company name, the names of their products, target those things as keywords and, and use Google ads for that. Now you may be saying, well, if someone searches my name, they're going to find me anyway, right? Uh, my website's already at the top if, if they're searching for my company name. You know, that's true. But if someone's finding you, you want to send them to the best place possible, right? You don't want them searching your name and then your LinkedIn account comes up first. And now they go through LinkedIn and they have to go through 10 other links just to get to your sales page. It'd be better to put that sales page right at the top of Google search results. And that's what you can do with, with Google ads. Depending on your product, you can also target generic keywords. If, if you have a product that really uh, solves someone's immediate problem and they're searching for solutions to that problem, absolutely Google ads can work. Uh, it's just gonna depend on how much the cost per click is for the keywords you're targeting how well your sales page converts and how much you are charging. It, it just comes down to a math problem at that mm -hmm. point. Nice. And how about versus Facebook ads? Like how do people decide like if someone's using Facebook ads and it's working, does that mean YouTube ads will work? Are there sometimes when YouTube ads isn't a good fit, but Facebook ads would be? Yeah. So if, if you're running Facebook ads through a webinar funnel, almost uh, guaranteed that's going to also work on YouTube. Okay. Um, now, if you're just running Facebook ads to a, a sales page or maybe a, a different opt-in, maybe you have a, an opt-in for a cheat sheet that leads people through another sequence, that kind of stuff might work on Facebook ads and has a, a lower chance of working on YouTube. A couple of reasons for that. So if someone's on Facebook, for one, the traffic generally is going to be uh, less. It'll, it'll cost you less per click. It's a, it's a lower commitment to get someone to click on a Facebook ad than it is for the, to get them to leave a video on YouTube that they were going to watch and click and go look at your sales page. So the traffic's a little cheaper. Now, if, if someone clicks from Facebook, if they're on Facebook, they're reading stuff, right? They're reading people's posts. So now you're bringing them to a sales page. Now they have something else they can read. Um, they might be out in public where the, they might not watch a, a video if you, try, if you send them to a video. They're reading. You're bringing them to the same thing that they were just doing. On YouTube, if you bring someone from a video to a, a sales page, now they have to switch. They have to switch from watching something to reading something. So it's, you're going to lose a lot of people just because they don't they don't want to make that switch. They were just sitting idly consuming videos. Uh, they're not going to engage and read something. They, they won't be as likely to. So it's really that, that match of what was the prospect doing and then what type of funnel are you bringing them to? If you're having them do the same thing they were just doing, it's more likely they will consume what you bring them to and then ultimately take action. With YouTube ads, really we're taking advantage of this fact that they were watching videos because really if, if we can get someone to watch a webinar, that's going to be a very good chance that person will sign up for a course. 
so yes, it'll, it'll cost more, the traffic will cost more, but it's just that much higher quality because they're more likely to actually consume your sales video. And when you do webinar, do you do like an automated, it starts in the next 15 minutes kind of thing? You send people like, how does your, how does your web, a webinar funnel that you're sending traffic to tend to look like? Yeah, not, not usually. We have a couple of clients that do it that way. That doesn't work so well in, in more sophisticated markets. Like if people are used to getting marketed to, mm-hmm. they can get turned off by that, that type of funnel. If it's a market where people just haven't really been exposed to webinars and marketing, those automated webinars can work. But I, you know, even the clients we have that are doing that, I personally don't think it's necessary. I, th- I think they can get rid of that whole starts in 15 minutes type thing and really just put a video, Im- embed a video. Don't try to pretend it's live yeah. and just provide value in, in the video. And that's why people will watch. They're, they're not going to watch because they think it's live and they think there's a hundred other people on there and commenting. Mm-hmm. Um, it can actually hurt you if, if someone clicks and they can't watch your webinar because it doesn't start for 15 minutes, well, they might never come back mm. and watch it. But again, they're, they're on YouTube. They were just watching a video. They're going to start watching your video right away if, if you give them that opportunity. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So what we've identified is for most of the people listening to this podcast, they probably shouldn't do YouTube ads. If they are, if they have a course over $500, which isn't most people, so it might be some, and they've got a VSL or a webinar funnel, that is already converting and making sales. And especially if they've already got Facebook ads working, then actually YouTube ads could be a phenomenal idea for them. If they've not got any of those things, they still could do retargeting ads on YouTube, pointing people to their sales page, maybe Google search ads for their name, their business name, that kind of thing. Okay, that's amazing. Anything else that I should have asked you but didn't? No, I don't think so. I think we've made it pretty clear that YouTube isn't necessarily for for beginners, right? Uh, you could waste a, a lot of money or however much uh, money you have to waste, even if it's a little bit of money, could easily be wasted on, on YouTube ads if you don't have all, all your ducks in a row. So probably the, the biggest takeaway here is that make sure you have everything in order. Make sure you're confident your funnel works before you try to take it over to YouTube ads. There's better ways to get traffic you know, other things that you cover on your, on your show, save YouTube ads. It, if it works, it's great. It can scale. And we have clients spending over a hundred thousand dollars a month on the platform very profitably. So that's great. But they came to us with funnels that were already working. Perfect. If somebody wants some more of your wisdom, if they're like, I think maybe YouTube ads could work for me, where should they go? So I put together a cheat sheet of YouTube ad formulas, okay? Because that's the first step is you need to make the ad. You need to make the video ad. And that's where a lot of people do get hung up. Um, So I I put together a cheat sheet that runs through formulas and scripting that you can use to to create your first YouTube ads. And the the nice thing about these formulas is they don't just work for YouTube. They'll, They'll work for any type of marketing that you're doing. So even if you're not ready for YouTube ads, this resource will be extremely helpful for you. And you can get that. I, I put a, a link together just for your show, John. So people can go to adleg.com slash art 
So that's adleg.com slash art. And then that'll, that'll take them to that cheat sheet. And once you're there, once you get that cheat sheet, you'll be on my email list and you can talk to me there if you have any questions or if you want my company to take a look at, at your funnel to see if it's something that we can help with. Perfect. Amazing. Thanks so much. If you found this interview useful and you want to get future episodes, please subscribe wherever you listened. Thanks so much for listening. And Kyle, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you.